Hi guys, welcome to a new episode of our podcast. Uh, today we're gonna do something um, more special, so to speak, for Valentine's and Love Month. Of course, it shouldn't only be for Valentine's, right? It should o- shouldn't only be for February uh, to celebrate love. Anyway, um, to be in trend with Valentine's, um, we thought we'd do a sort of relationship episode relationship flags um stories um deal breakers i don't know talk about stuff that we find important despite of the fact that we are both um not in the dating scene but rather in uh, long-term relationships for quite a few years uh alex longer than me but yeah (laughs) Um, I'm sure um, all of you and obviously myself and, and Alex as well as well have um, plenty of friends who are single or, uh, you know, out there uh, dating and looking for the right person to be in a, in a relationship with. So from their experiences and from our past experiences, we have fun stuff to share or things that hopefully might resonate with you guys. Yeah, exactly. We're going to reminisce on different um, things from the past. Um, But also, I guess, um, in in relationship to our long-term relationships, right? Um, What we value about it and what we feel might have been, you know, some problematic things that would have maybe um, ended the relationship, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And when we speak about relationships um, or trying to find the right one to be in, um, we always speak about dating, right? Uh, and then as a consequence, uh, one topic that arises is uh, the partner's or the potential partner's attitude uh, that can be, can have some some highlights that can be, um, you know, called red flags or uh, some others that, uh, some other cues, some other clues that show uh, the partner's potential to be the uh, appropriate one, the right one for us. And those would be the green flags in a relationship or during a date. So... Um, yeah, and you, you can't have a relationship without dating, I don't think. I think sometimes maybe um, some of us would like to skip that part. Or I don't know, right? Sometimes you can, and maybe we'll tell some of the horror dating stories uh but yeah sometimes maybe you wish you would have not dated but um anyway you can't be yeah really in a relationship without dating you can't be in a relationship without dating uh for some time at first before actually beginning one and then i would say dating is for sure something that you really want to do to keep that relationship going um even after years and years on end it's always really good to go out and reconnect um, in a more formal setting, I mean, formal for a date. Um, I would humbly say it's one of the things that keep the relationship uh, afloat, <laughs> that keep it going, um, that keep the passion there, that keep the interest there. I totally agree with that. Um, I think uh, it's very important, especially 
in a long-term relationship, right? That you don't uh, kind of just um, stop uh, making any effort, right? Um, and, and it is a whole trend, I think, right now with the date date nights, right? Have a date night once a week or once every yeah. two weeks, whatever, right? And I think it's a good trend. And um, yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, I think it's something that again especially if you are with that person for or you've been with that person for quite a while you have to kind of um make it like not necessarily like a schedule rigorous schedule but sort of right almost be like yeah every week or whatever every friday whatever right we would have a date night usually uh because otherwise life gets in the way and because you're so used to that person and uh maybe you live together whatever right you're not going to do anything. It's so much, it's, it's so much easier to just not do anything. Yeah. And then you take each other for granted and the passion dies. <laughs> uh, it's a challenge, isn't it? Because, um, everyone is so busy and our to-do list is always full. And I think it's really up to us to, to move away from seeing the date night or, or um, the work we have to do for the relationship because it's actual work, um, I found. <laughs> so it we really need to move away from seeing these things as being yet another thing to do on our to-do list, but rather um, not look at them as an obligation, but look at them, um, you know, integrate them in such a way that they'll, they, they feel like normal uh that's what i'm trying to to see uh to see them as right now and in fact uh last night i had a date night with my boyfriend because um not yesterday but the day before yesterday um we actually turned three years together so wow, that's <laughs> nice congrats yeah, thanks so much we try to celebrate uh every year that goes by um we try not to make it formal but it's nice because it's it's not a mark of something, you know. Oh, yet another year together. Um, it's just something that happens that 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 goes without saying. So we don't invest that much time into it. Hey, we you know we turned uh, one more year. Let's let's uh, let's go out. It's just something that happens without without making too much effort. And I think that's what we should aim for. Um, but it was nice. I I know you you were not a fan of Indian food. We went to an Indian restaurant because it was nearby, and we wanted to try it out. Um, and <laughs> and my boyfriend arrived there first, and he says he texted me and he says, ah, you know, this looks like a shawarma place, and it's also empty. Are you sure you want to be here? Yeah, and I was on the I was driving, and I was like, ah. I, I, I don't know. Now it's too late, isn't it? We made the booking. We had the plans there and I'm on my way there. So let's let's give it a shot. And um, the fact of the matter is that the food was pretty good. So we ended up having a nice date, even though it was a bit awkward because we were the not the only couple, the only customers of the restaurant. But yeah, it was a nice date and uh, the setting was less important. It was nice that we got to, you know, connect and talk about our, our day and our week and um, yeah, and have some nice food. So that was that. And that sounds, um, that sounds really nice. And I think, you know, as long as you guys enjoyed it, it doesn't matter how yeah. many yeah. clients, customers, whatever were there, yeah, maybe it was exactly. for the better. Uh, it was just you, but 
uh, it was more special. Um, but you were saying you, you said some some things earlier, like you know, in, in terms of effort, and the relationship is an effort. And yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it's um, you know, it's it's nice to think, oh, it's all rainbows and butterflies, and you know, uh, it's like it it's always it always has to be you know super easy and if it's not easy then it's not the right relationship and i think that's a very um naive way to look at it and once you actually do get into a relationship and you you're you know um committed let's say you find that there's a yeah there's a lot of effort of course if it's only effort then you might ask yourself if you know that's worth it if nothing is easy then that might be a problem, but it's definitely not, you know, yeah, as we just said, you, you, both partners need to work on it. And I think this one with um, celebrating, you know, every year um, in that relationship is really nice. Um, I, feel, yeah. I would assume a lot of people do it. I, don't I, know. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, um, because it is in the end the celebration if you are, you know, in that relationship, happy in that relationship, still with that person. Um, maybe not celebrate the, the relationship itself, but maybe <laughs> maybe celebrate the fact that another year went by and you're still you're still together. <laughs> and you haven't killed each other, so <laughs> good game. <laughs> yeah, let's let's hope for the best for this year as well. Exactly. Um, I mean, why not? That that can be a way to look at things. No, I, I'm just being sarcastic. Uh, what I'm trying to say, I guess, is that it can't all be uh, rainbowy butterflies all the freaking time, right? So. Yeah, we're human and my humble assumption is that, yeah, there's no relationship without work. But as you said, if, if it feels like it's too much work, then, well, maybe you're not in the right one. Yeah, it's always a balance and you kind of need to find that balance and know what's right for you, I guess. Um, and that, I think, can be tricky. Yeah, well, it, it can because... Especially, um, you know, last night during during uh, the date I had, we were debating how the dating world would look like in a few years from now, or some tens of years from now, or the families, or the couples, or society in general. Because I think, unfortunately, we are growing more and more apart, and we are growing more and more disconnected. I mean, men versus women. And I think it's really important to have the grace and the intelligence and the wisdom to see each other not as enemies, but as potential partners and as humans, you know, as people trying to um, get together and, and be with each other. And I think um, what happens nowadays is that more and more so we find ourselves really, we, we look at, at, at the opposite sex or, or whatever sex we are into, you know, um, or our potential partners, right? We look at them and we say, we, we, we see them as enemies and we keep on overthinking and on making up scenarios about what might go wrong, about what they might do to us simply because we ha we've had bad experiences in the past with other people. And then, oh, well, it, might, it must mean that all men are like this. I have two friends right now, female friends, um, that are currently dating. And I cannot begin to tell you the, the sad stories that they have to share. <laughs> And it's always, I mean, we, we, we have to, you know, to not fall in this trap where we see each other as, as enemies, because obviously once you have two times or, or three times or, or several times a bad experience, then you, you, you are starting to get really cautious.
right? And and not give anyone uh, a good chance to to prove that they're worthy, right? That they're that that they might be a good partner. So yeah, it's a challenge, but it's worth it. I would say. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I also have a couple of friends that um, are dating um, and they're on these dating apps and the stories are just insane. <laughs> and some of them you would think there's no way, there's no way, but then you see it and you're like, okay, seems to be, seems to be real. Um, and I think this is, yeah, this is, you know, the, the society where we live in right now, I think on the one hand, you know, it, it's good to have these apps. And I know of the people that met and actually got married through these apps, through Hinge, for instance. And there you go. <laughs> so uh, they're definitely good. And especially, and they give you the, you know, the option to um, find someone anywhere, basically, right? Well, more or less. Uh, but it's it's easier, let's say, in that regard to find someone because, you know, you just go on your phone and there's a big pool there, let's say, and you just um, select right from it. Um, so it's easier than the, let's say, traditional way of, of going, I don't know, um, you know, whatever people met before, I don't know, school or work Who or right? Who knows? yeah, or the gym or whatever. Uh, so it's, it's, it gives you more options and I think that's good in a way, but then that's also could be, uh, a negative as well, right? Because you have so many options that you can never choose almost. It's almost like, okay, but you know, um, if I don't like this or if there's one thing I don't like here, I'm just going to go and, and find someone else. And I'm not saying everyone does that. And I think, um, from my perspective, at least, if you can, uh, you know, decide what's important to you, right? So when you date, you're like, okay, these are my, you know, deal breakers. These are the things that I value. These are my, you know, uh, core values, things like that. And that's what I'm interested in a partner. Mm. Once you can decide on those, then I think it, it's, you can escape this sort of, oh, okay, well, I didn't like, I don't know, his eye color. It's very petty, of course, but you know what I mean? Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna find someone else with, you know, things like that. So I think that's that's what's important to kind of not, not forget. Um, and I think it might be easier to forget because you have all these options. But again, I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think it can somehow, um, yeah, take, take you away from what's important. I fully agree if I think about how all of this looked tens of years ago, back when my parents, for instance, used to go on dates or, you know, um, try and get married and all of that. Um, the lack of options was problematic because maybe you would be stuck in an abusive, shitty, completely not right for you relationship just because, hey, what what do I do, right? Who am I going to be with next? Um, but of course, it's, it's no longer the case now. Now it's the complete opposite. And I look at it as a trap because if you have this framework that you try to, you know, go, uh, you know, you have it in hands and you 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 have this framework where you, you try to fit everyone you meet. And if they don't tick all the boxes, then you dump them because for sure there's somebody that's much better out there, right? I must keep looking. I must keep trying. I think this is... 
not stupid, but maybe it, it doesn't work in our advantage uh, if we do that because there's no such thing as perfection, right? So for me, it's quite easy yeah. because I, I look at a potential partner as an um, as a collection of things. Um, because my I, I'm attracted to a potential partner um, in a way that is, how to put it, it's composed out of smaller things that I can necessarily pinpoint. Um, but I don't know, having a, an eye color that's not um, the, the perfect one for me is, is for sure not, not a deal breaker. Um, also working with compromise is, um, is a wise thing, it is a wise way to look at it. Why? Because what some of us forget at times, I find, is that we don't really know what we're bringing to the table. Okay. So yeah, we we are super um, we have super high standards, and that's right, and we should be doing that, right? Um, but we might be looking for some things that we might not live up to ourselves. What are we offering to that guy? And of course, the other uh, way around. You have to be self-aware for that um, to to happen. It's yeah. We are self-sufficient in a way. We can have kids by ourselves as women. We can have. We can own a home. We can own a car or or whatever the hell we want. We can we can be independent and 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 all of that. Um, at the same time, um, I found out, you know, throughout my life um, and the rapport I've had with with men and and the relationships I've had that um, the more independent, uh, the more boss bitch, as they say, I was. Um, it's it's a bit of a trap there as well because you might end up um, rejecting uh, some men that are actually right for you or might be. Um, also, being very high up, being independent, being super not needy and uh, super super self sufficient is something that takes a little bit uh, away of uh, that, that that takes away your femininity. I would say. Um, so it's interesting to to see how they see us or what they would expect or desire from us in a way it's a fine line between uh being super independent and ending up um being not desirable for the opposite sex i would say so it's tough to navigate all of this i think yeah i i disagree <laughs> um i disagree just because um so so what I'll say is, yeah, I, I, I can I can see how, you know, um, getting getting into this extreme. Oh, I'm super independent. I don't need anyone. I'm never going to let anyone in. Yeah, um, exactly. I'm just going to end up alone. And by the way, if that's something that doesn't bother you, all the power to you. So not everyone needs to, you know, be in a relationship just to be in a relationship. Um, yeah. But what I would say, what I disagree with is I do... Um, really I don't know how to put this otherwise than very direct I really don't care how attractive I come across for the other sex <laughs> if I am you know as independent or whatever I want to be threatened by that mm. I think that's probably a you problem not a me problem so and you know you could argue whatever you could say I'm not self-aware or whatever but I don't think so um and I think there's another thing and this is maybe a topic for another day because it doesn't really pertain to relationships and it's a complex topic but I think it's this you know society uh 
sort of thinking like, oh, if you're a woman, you have to be meek and not speak up too much. And, you know, you can't like, Gee, and if I you're a man. It's not the case in 2024 any longer, but uh, it, it depends on the culture, right? We are lucky to be living in uh, countries that really, you know, where equality is, is apparent and visible and... Yeah, but but for sure, it's it's still something that happens in other cultures in in other parts of the world. Yeah, yeah, and they they you don't expect that the you know woman isn't feminine anymore, whatever, because she's not, you know, like um, yeah, housewife. Some, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Even work premises, I mean, right? So uh, it's it's fine for a guy to be abrasive and direct and so on but if you're a woman it's like oh oh what is it right Where's your feelings your emotions yeah exactly Why which are is you being so harsh and aggressive yeah which is such crap so that's what i meant when i said i don't agree i don't care about that part but yeah i think you can go into that extreme um and maybe not just as a woman but talking from that perspective from our perspective right you can go into that extreme and be like okay i don't need anyone i don't you know uh i'm not yeah. actually letting anyone help and i think if you let it someone help doesn't mean you need them it just means you you know you're happy for that person to be in your life and help you let's say yeah absolutely from my experience uh maybe it is not apparent uh, via the podcast episodes that um that we've um filmed so far but uh, my personality is a very strong one um alex knows me obviously much better than the viewers of this podcast know me so for sure i uh <laughs> how to put this nicely um it takes a real a real man to <laughs> to be able to uh not only live with me or tolerate me but uh you know fancy me and let alone be in a relationship with me so strong personalities in women can be very problematic. Yeah, and I, I attest to that. You do have that. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think that's great, right? But yeah, um, anyway, I think <laughs> this is maybe, again, another topic, another tangent. But um, you, you said, you know, I have a strong personality. It takes a real man. Yeah, I would hope you know, we're all real persons and we can deal with things. It's just sometimes it is a bit, I guess, sad to think that, you know, oh, if a woman has a strong personality, you need like, you know, a real man because men cannot deal with strong personalities. You know what I mean? We should, that's, exactly. That's... You're so right. We should not be even having this conversation because in the end, both men and women are just humans, you know, trying to trying to reach out to one another and, and not... Uh... I think it goes back to what I said earlier, you know, not seeing each other as enemies, but rather as partners. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, a strong personality in men is probably, you know, more acceptable in a way. But I think women, so, yeah. Ooh, it's problematic. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess in sort of linking to all of this, maybe in my mind, it does make sense. Um do you have any, um, I don't know, anything, so obviously you said, you know, we, we talked earlier about you know, there's different things, maybe small things that you like about, you know, your, your partner and that makes it uh, nice and a good relationship, but you couldn't pinpoint those. Um, but do you have any, like, let's say deal breakers, not necessarily with, with your partner right now, because obviously you're in a longer relationship mm -hmm. in general, like what would be your... Like, let's say, do you have anything that you would be like, okay, if this happens, not going to happen, basically. 
Yeah, I can I can start by saying that I'm a big fan of dating apps. Um, there's a huge load of uh, crap on them, and I think you need to kiss a lot of frogs before you find your prince. This is not to say that uh, women should wait for the prince on a white horse on a white horse to come and pick them up. But you know what I mean, as the saying goes, a lot of frogs before finding the the right frog for you. Um, but why uh, did I used to be a fan of dating apps back when I was, you know, on the market, back when I was single? Um, it's because I'm an introvert and I am terrible at flirting. I find it ridiculous and obtrusive and um, definitely not right for the type of uh, girl I am. So I would I could never be the type of person that would just, you know, go to a stranger in a bar and um, try and uh, introduce myself or start a conversation. So... I would I would see this as something that I cannot uh, navigate with grace. Therefore, uh, because I, I did not like to put myself in these positions, I was a big fan of the dating apps. Um, and uh, obviously, there's pluses and minuses with the dating apps, but I think it's it's good to use them because you get to see the person a little bit before you waste your time with them on a date. <laughs> So, for instance, uh, for me back then, when I was in the dating scene, um, grammar was a big filter because if I started talking to someone, you know, if they had nice photos, if I was attracted to them physically, if their bio or their description sounded, uh, you know, enticing, appealing to me, and I started a conversation on, or he would start one. And um, he would um, write in a way that is full of typos and uh, careless and especially grammar errors in, in, in writing. It's something that really makes me sick to my stomach and cringe. And it's definitely a deal breaker. I'm sure for, for uh, some of us, this sounds uh, even stupid, you know, not only not a deal breaker, but, but also stupid. But for me, having good grammar is a sign of having... A lot of other good things that I'm looking for. So yeah, that was one of my deal breakers back then. The, the, yeah. For sure, you have your own stories, or at least one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of, uh, you know the concept of a deal breaker for you. I mean, I totally get the grammar though. Before I go into my side of Thank things, you. I totally get it <laughs> because it's also it's it's. I think for me, it's also. I don't know if if you can't if you don't have basic grammar because what is what I'm gonna say is like when you initially talk to someone, mm. it's not gonna be like super complex grammar, right? It's just gonna be like a normal conversation. Yeah. So it's basic, totally. uh, you know, grammar. And if you don't even have that, it's just like I don't think you can be too smart. And I know that maybe sounds bad, but I really don't. So then it's already like, well, okay. I don't know. Maybe if you're dyslexic, I guess in that case, you know, it's a different story. It's a different story yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so I totally get that um, deal breakers. I guess I can be quite petty. Maybe it's not quite. I don't think it is petty, but it, it's, you know, you could argue maybe it's not the biggest deal breaker people have heard of, but it was mine. Um, so a while back. I think I was like maybe just finishing high school. So I'm going to tell this story and you could say, oh, but it's been, you know, uh, quite a while. I would still think it would still matter right now. I would still act the same way. So it hasn't changed. So I just want to say that this guy I met through, uh, you know, a group of friends, whatever. Um, we met at a party 
um, one of my friends, and then he asked me out, right? So a proper first date asked me out. Um, yeah. So he asked me out and he tells me, uh, we're going to go see a film. I remember, I think we met at the cinema, right? So he's like, I'm taking you out. We're going to this film. And then after, I think it was like drinks or something, right? So it's like, okay, awesome. We met at the cinema. Um, I will mention that he didn't bother to come and pick me up, which is fine. I don't need um, that. I obviously can handle it. The only thing I would say is that just means you put in an effort. And that for me matters, especially, well, it matters throughout, but especially at the beginning when you're trying to like impress the other person, right? And you're trying to be your best or even better, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so no, no effort it. there. I I feel no like effort you. there. Yeah. It's like, fine, whatever. We met at the cinema. We meet at the cinema. He's like, oh, we, you know, need to wait in the queue to get the tickets. I'm like, oh, so he didn't get the tickets. Although we talked about, you know, going to this film and everything was, let's say, uh, settled, right? Already, beforehand. Yeah. I thought, I thought you I was assumed. wrong. <laughs> I assumed wrongly. Okay. We wait in the queue, get to the uh, ticket office, whatever get the tickets he gets out his wallet i'm like fine you know all good mm -hmm. uh, i go to leave the lady um at the counter there she's like oh no 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 hold on um you need to pay for your ticket so basically what he's done is he only paid for one freaking ticket which was his so i was like okay. right okay i paid for i was already I'm going to explain why I was like that because it, it's not about, oh, I need a guy to pay or anything like that. But anyway, so I paid for my ticket. Um, we went to see the film. I was, I, I'm, I was like, I'm committed. I'm here. Doesn't matter. Let it but I was, I was already thrown off. Yeah. And then after the film, we went for drinks. Again, nothing like booked, you know. Uh, okay, we have the drinks. Um, and then he started doing the math of like, you know, when the bill came okay you know what what i had what he had and you know he paid for his own and i was like okay dude cool um and that was my first and last date with him i was about uh, to ask <laughs> and i will i will explain again. i will explain myself and the deal breaker so basically if you ask me out i expect you to uh you know book the things you ask me out for if it's you know like a proper date or it was in this case and i expect you to pay but i don't expect you to pay because you're the guy or anything like that i expect you to pay because you asked me out so next time i might ask you out or we might go like oh we'll just go somewhere and see how that goes right and then i expect to split or for me to actually pay if i asked you out for me to or you know plan it and so so it wasn't about Oh, you know, the guy should pay. Nothing like that. It was like, okay. dude, you asked me out. You had, you know, you put in zero effort. <laughs> I can't honestly. And like, yeah, you just, that was it. That was like, so you could say, you know, maybe it's petty, whatever. But I was like, I don't want to be with a guy that first date, he couldn't almost care less. And I'll tell you, he really, really, uh, he was really, really, um, you know, insisting uh, back then to go out with him so yeah i don't know so that was my was deal breaker i guess ask. i mean I, I you clearly mentioned at the very beginning of your story that uh, he asked you out so then to my minds 
as well as to yours, um, it seems this entails, you know, paying for uh, for whatever it is that you're doing. Or at least, uh, you know, we could have discussed this beforehand and you pay for the tickets, I pay for the drinks or... Uh, but the fact that um, you don't even mention or try to bring up this topic into the conversation is also problematic because it's, hey, you insisted. I mean, you were the one asking me out, right? So, yeah, I, I think it's a bit awkward for me as well. I am of the same opinion right now. Um, and yeah. that hasn't happened with, um, you know, other people. Um, but I would totally be like, if now I would be dating and that would happen, I'll be like, okay. <laughs> well that was it yeah uh, exactly <laughs> yeah and the opposite is true as well if i work up the guts to you know go out to this to this guy or you know to write to him and and it would be my initiative right it would be my idea hey i'd like to take you out you know have you seen this movie let's let's just um if you're interested we might go together right then then it's upon me to arrange everything and I think effort, making an effort for someone, it looks sexy as hell. Because nowadays we're also not necessarily lazy, but so busy and swamped with work and with all of the tasks that we must do. And especially in this landscape and then in this context, when you see somebody actually taking the time to do something for that date, for that person, for that situation, then it's, hey, they really want to be with me. They really want me there with them. And they really want to spend some of their precious time with me. And what other compliment is bigger than this, right? So, yeah, yeah. Time is the most precious, uh, most valuable uh, thing you can give, especially nowadays. Uh, and I totally agree. Effort, effort is sexy. So, yeah. Um, beware. <laughs> And girls, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think it goes both ways. Um, but um, on that note, um, I was gonna ask you. So, okay, those that would be a deal breaker. But what would be maybe, let's say, green flags or not? Like the things that you really look for in a relationship, the things that you know, you know, are super important. This is like ultimately what I want, and this, you know, it's, it's something that I I need for this to work. The sexy things, whatever. Well, it's hard to say. I mean, um, loving me for what I am and being genuinely interested in me, my life, my hobbies, my personality, my work, and truly what I represent is something that's very appealing to me. Um, yeah, that's how I see things. Um, I would say this is this is a, a very tacky and classical, and I don't know any woman who doesn't favor this, honestly. But but uh, what's very important for me is uh, showing humor, not taking yourself so seriously. Um, I like to laugh a lot. I'm not, uh, you know, looking for the man next to me to be a clown or whatever. But I'm interested uh, to uh, see that he takes things slightly and we can laugh together about something. Um, for instance, uh, you know, I met my current boyfriend three years ago, as I mentioned earlier. And uh, incidentally, pure, pure coincidence, uh, we had our first date uh, on February 11th or something. It was a few days prior to 
Valentine's Day, right? And, you know, we spent one third of the date or something uh, mocking Valentine's Day and the people who celebrate it and, oh, it's such bullcrap and I would never be, you know, interested into somebody who looks for flowers or wants to receive them or gives them and ha 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 and all of this and that. And then our second date was on the 14th or the 15th or something. And, you know, driving towards the dating spot, I was thinking, yeah, we laughed about Valentine's Day together. But if it is not even acknowledging it or giving me one little small minuscule um, token of affection to represent Valentine's Day or whatever, I don't think I'll like him that much. <laughs> so, you know. It's women and their paradoxes, I guess. Um, so what do you know? I show up and he brings me flowers. So I was, I was, um, you know, I loved it. I was very impressed. I was not expecting this from him, especially due to our previous conversation, right? Um, but what I'm trying to say is it's, it's really helpful to find out what the little joys that the partner appreciates um, are and maybe, you know, act on them even though you're not a big believer in, in flowers or whatever, it's not a huge effort. I mean, it takes so little. If she's into flowers, just bring her flowers every once in a while. If he likes to... I don't know. If he likes, if he's into football, make sure he, you know, he has the opportunity to go and watch a game every once in a while or you even give him tickets. I don't know. You know, you don't have to believe in that or to understand it even. It's just... You know, it's a nice gesture that uh, makes yourself even more lovable in the eyes of the other person. Yeah, That's yeah, it. it's support. It's supporting them, and I think also it's. Um, I, I guess if you care about that person, right, that you're with, you want to do things just to see them happy. Although maybe oh. for you, aren't that important, no. right? Um, I think for me, the two key things that I think you know wouldn't work if they wouldn't be there so to speak are um communication which is i know everybody says this but it's really really important i think if you don't communicate don't know how to um don't do it often it's a big problem and i think with that then having um common goals mm. But I don't mean necessarily um, like, uh, you know, I, I mean the big goals, like, for instance, hey, do we want to have a family? Do we want to have kids? Do, you know, what's our, what are our values in life? We're, we're, you know, what are our future plans? Things like that. I think if those aren't common, I, at least for me, that relationship won't work. Um, and of course, there's going to be compromise, which is why I said the big goals, right? Uh, but I think on these ones, there's really no compromise to be made. Or if you do make a compromise, I think it's it's too big of a deal to maybe not regret it at some point. That makes sense. So if I take the kids example, right? If you one kid and your partner doesn't and someone compromises there, I don't think I don't think that's a yeah, a good way to live. I don't know how to put it otherwise. Because kids, you know, um impact your whole life, right? Your life is never gonna be the same once you have them. Uh, which is absolutely fine if you want them. Um, so, you know, so I think that's a really, really big decision. And I think that couples that compromise on that, yeah, I, I 
anyway, from my perspective, I, I feel like that wouldn't be something that I could compromise on or that I would want my partner to compromise on um, either. Yeah. If that makes sense. So it would it would Can be something that if, if we don't align on those, we're not going to work probably. Yeah, the kids issue is, is huge. So shared goals and shared values are probably key. Uh, also, I have found out that it's really, really good if you can find this out um, in the early stages of the relationship because you don't want to be, you know, um, years into the relationship and then to realize that what matters most to you is not as important for the other person. So, yeah, when it comes to the big goals and shared values, better really work those out. Way yeah, early. yeah. <laughs> It, it goes back to communication, right? It goes back to exactly. uh, we should probably talk about exactly. what we want in life. Maybe not at the first date, but also not, you know, sure. uh, after however many years, hopefully. Um, yeah. And and I think outside of that, you know, I actually think it's good to have uh, separate goals as well and separate passions and separate mm -hmm. interests. I think um, as long as not all of them are separate um because i think otherwise it can be I, I don't know at least for me it wouldn't be something like i would like you know for me to do some stuff for him to do some stuff that are not common and we can you know talk about them and be interested in them and things like that but we actually have our own uh interests and we're all we are our own person outside of the relationship as well yeah this is this is key i was fortunately lucky enough to see that uh all of my important previous partners and and the current one I, I was lucky enough for everyone to be for all of them to be really supportive of my individual goals for the things that were important for me even though they weren't uh, on the same boat or they weren't really understanding them or connecting with them or being a big fan of those um, but the mere fact that I felt supported mattered a lot. So, yeah, um, this on the list of things that might be deal breakers. Unsupportive partners. <laughs> Luckily, I, I didn't have any of those, but yeah, I only had supportive ones. So, but, but I guess you only had supportive ones because you only like ended up with them because they were supportive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Maybe. So maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can work this out early enough, I would say. If they're not, then you, you don't get into a proper relationship. Yeah. So um I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um right. So I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about in this episode? Um, I don't know, relationship wise, advice wise, no advice wise. Um I wanted to urge everyone to let themselves be loved and not afraid to love, regardless of the bad experiences they've had in the past. You won't get in a proper relationship if you don't have a little courage, you guys, honestly. That's what I'd like to leave you with. Um, be courageous and dare a little. Otherwise, love is not that grand um so yeah. yeah i think i think it's uh yeah i i absolutely agree i think it's challenging right to do that especially once you've had your heart broken let's say it's very challenging to be like yeah sure i'll just go ahead and 
<laughs> open up again so I can potentially break it again. Like it's, that was fun. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it's, otherwise I guess it's, um, hard or maybe impossible to actually be in a true, um, relationship, I'd say. Uh, right. Uh, that's us today, guys. Um, hopefully you got something out of our ramblings, um, for today. Uh, if you made it this far, um, thank you so much. Um, you know how they say, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Um, and we'll see you next time with a new episode. Bye, Bye guys.